0: Welcome to Panama.
1: Thank you, Ambassador. Not the Osnard got drummed out in Madrid. Foreign Minister's wife, wasn't it? For an agent down to his last chance, Panama is a land of opportunity.
0: Boys back home are concerned to know that the world's biggest trade gates are going to fall into the wrong
1: hands, now that it's in the wrong hands. But here, what a good spy really needs... I'm opening up a little network, keeping an eye on the canal. So what's that got to do with me, Mr. Osnard? I'm just a tailor. He's a spy of his own. He's smart, great contacts, and no
0: agenda. So who is this Andy Osnard? He's looking for information. It's a game. Let's have some fun. Are you seeing the president today, Dad? I am indeed my son. You want to know
1: something about the canal? There's something between you and my husband. No. it. And he's told you nothing? Welcome to Panama. Casablanca without heroes. Now, he's getting all the information he could ever use. Does your wife bring home papers? Canal stuff? Leave Luisa. out of this. Really? Even if it's not the truth. He's selling it, Andy. The canal. Gotcha. British liaison material characterizes major duplicity at Panamanian government level. He's been looking at all my private papers. Spying on his own wife. A war down. running wild. Maybe you'd be healthier if you stuck to tailoring.
0: I've got to talk to the ambassador.
1: My rapid response units are on full alert. You've
0: got to stop it. I might it all up of life imitating art when you've gone down that road it's over what have you gotten harry into this spring the balance
1: of power we have to stop all this you hear is about to be altered late. Welcome to the James Bond Complex. My name is Matt. I'm Edgar. We are a podcast that covers the entire James Bond phenomenon, from Fleming to film, and of course everything in between. Oh, ooh, gives me shivers <laughs> every time you do it. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy to give you shivers. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, we are right now doing. Uh, sort of a, a detour, another Brosnan detour. Uh, we,
0: <laughs> we are covering uh, the Thomas Crown Affair. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, which means we watched The Tailor of Panama. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that, I got confused
1: the last time. But you, you have to give it to me. When you look at the posters yes. for both yes. movies and you don't pay attention to the to title, which apparently I did,
0: that the posters are pretty darn the same. They are. I remember, uh, obviously, because you know we're not always on, on on Zoom. And when you told me you got the movies mixed up, you know, I was like, "What the feckish? What kind of a stupid idiot is this person? What kind of a moron does that?" And then you Thank texted you. me, "Look at the posters." And then I went like, "Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep." I
1: think they, they probably use the same still image of Pierce Brosnan to be honest with you. They <laughs> just think, oh let's give him a different color, um let's change the taint a little bit, um of the image, and yeah so we're doing uh, the not the Thomas Crown affair I, I'm gonna mess this up now uh, the the Tailor of Panama uh, which is a film I didn't see in theaters but I saw when in first. First out in on home video back in two thousand one, I think I rented mm. it when I was at home for during the summer or something. Uh, it's a movie that you know I've. It it's not my go-to Paris Brosnan movie, even. No. You know it's 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 but, I you know it's a move it's a good movie. Uh, I'll give it that. Is it as good as something like the the remake of the Thomas Karran Affair? No, because it. It's it's really not the same type of movie at all. <laughs> no. but it, I I generally had a good time. Like it's my third time watching it, and each time I watch it, I understand a little bit more the, the plot because right. it's 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 John le Carré, and mm. I've never read any of his novels. I've watched uh, I think parts of the uh, Spy Who Came from the Cold, and oh, I with uh,
0: Richard Burton.
1: Yes. I, I, you know, I fell asleep. I didn't watch it completely. I was not, you know, in the mood for that when I tried to watch it. And I watched more than once the *Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy* from a few years back. With so that, that's a movie I tremendously enjoy. I still don't understand it completely i get again <laughs> something that i'm getting oh, a bit more I, 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 his stories are so intricate with characters that are maybe these plots are intertwined you feel like you need a scoreboard to like map everything with <laughs> with right. strings and uh, this person and this person which it, it it's a little bit task, tasking for an audience but at the same time you're not taken. Uh, the, the, it's, the movie asks you to follow along to, to 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 enjoy the story. It doesn't hold you in, and you know it, it, it's made for a grown-up audience. Obviously, um,
0: was it the first time you actually watched the movie? Uh, it it was not. Uh, in fact, as I recall, way back in two thousand and one, maybe two thousand and two, whenever it came out on home video originally, home video. I said theatrically it was two thousand and one. Um, I remember finding it so intriguing, and yeah, you know, two thousand one was a little while ago. I was certainly much much younger, and not as uh, astute when it came to these intricate plots. But there was something about the tone, and 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 the attitude of the film that I was really taken by, uh, so much so that a few years later, but still quite a while ago, when I began amassing a DVD collection, so this is like pre the Blu-ray collection which had, which itself has since been sold off. When I was amassing a DVD collection, one of the first DVDs I had purchased was oh. uh, The Tailor of Panama because I wanted to watch it again. I wanted to live that world again. Uh, and so I had seen it a, a, a couple of times in a somewhat of a short span, maybe a few years and revisited it again uh, last night I was, and it, it, clearly it's a film that marked me to an extent, a film that marked me because even though, okay, sure it was the third time, I'm guessing that I watched it, albeit the first time in many years, I mean, we're talking over a decade, there were still moments, there were still character beats that were so fresh in my mind. So yeah, clearly it's a movie that, and we'll get into them, we'll talk about- uh, Rosden who's who's playing a, a very particular character while still on 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 in contractually James Bond so that that's another little twist to the whole thing as well uh, he still has dying other days as by the time he's making this dying other days coming up so that that you know there's another little uh interesting spice to the whole thing uh Jamie Lee Curtis Jeffrey rush uh, a very 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 young uh Harry Potter, yeah, Harry Potter, there, Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe, Cliff, Cliff,
1: Cliff, um, uh,
0: and oh, it, Brendan Gleason, yes, I can uh, see it same in Spanish, me. yeah, yeah, it's it's an interesting cast, it's a very, very interesting cast. Uh, anyways, we'll, we'll get into it, but I think there's a lot to talk about here, there's um, a lot I'm to talk about. about, it's uh. It,
1: you know, if you haven't watched the movie, uh, if you don't know the plot, uh, you're kind of like me because, uh, uh, you know, uh, I've watched it last night, but it, it's so confusing. Uh, I need somebody, someone, I'm not going to say who, but the name <laughs> rhymes with Gar Sh- Sh- Shap.
0: Gar Shaps. <laughs> don't feel too bad I, my father uh his uh his uh surname is obviously chapin his given name is is eve uh y v e s which is a very francophone name very french canadian name and when he uh used to go down in the states uh and uh, people would he the uh, um ives Chaput. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. You you you, you Americans, y'all talk though, funny. <laughs> so funny. Uh, so you need to know. Do you, do you need to know? No, I need to know let, everything. Let, let me it, put it this way. Let me put it this way. I'm going to ask you a very specific question. Do you need to know the story of the tailor of Panama? Uh,
1: I I kind of need to because uh, we need to talk about it. So
0: you have to refresh my memory. I'm gonna tell you a story. All right, mate? All right. So this is the story of two incredible men, I says. One of them is Andy Osnard, a legendary MI6 agent, renowned for his amazing exploits, death-defying missions to serve queen and country. He was dashing, daring, and a true white knight. The other man is Harry Pendle, a Brit expat and the greatest living tailor in all the world. He set up a shop in Panama where he carries the tradition of his iconic Uncle Benny, one of the finest tailors to ever weave material on Savile Row. You see, Andy, in thanks for his remarkable duties uh, for the homeland, is sent by MI6 to Panama. Now you'd reckon Panama was a quiet little place. The Noriega days are long gone and it's econ- economic stability with the help of the Americans and all, but that's precisely where you, where you would be wrong, my friend. Oh. Very, very wrong. Andy, inimitable spy that he is, has a nose for danger, a sort of sixth sense for thing when things are going bottoms up. What better way to do reconnaissance then by reaching out to Harry, himself a patriot, Gets to chat with Panama's brightest, most important people, and its most corrupt. So you see, Andy and Harry are this perfect fit, like peanut butter and jelly. True patriotism at work as these two clever men soak up intel about a shadowy group called the Silent Opposition. Yes, the Silent Opposition. Never heard of them? Well, you don't have the connection that Harry and Andy do, so of course you've never heard of them. Well, anyways. This group that wants to overthrow the regime is tired of the elite and big money running the show. These people are hard as rock. They had to be, seen as they made it through the Noriega days. Take for example, Mickey Abraxas, one of the great anti-Noriega voices back in the day. Oh, and then there's Marta, Harry's personal secretary by day. But by night, she's, um, she's, you might want to call her the Joan of Arc of the silent opposition. So good old Harry, bless his heart, he even had to snoop through his wife, Louise's business papers, seeing as she worked directly with the Panama Canal Authority. And would you believe it, it just so happened that the president of Panama was planning on selling the canal away to the Chinese or the French, both. Obviously with the canal no longer under Panamanian rule and revolution brewing, The amazing Andy gets in touch with his people at the embassy, including a stunning woman with whom he shared just the most passionate love. They were so much in love. So you see, the British get in touch with the Americans who rely greatly on superb British intelligence for this sort of thing, obviously. And they send in army helicopters to bomb Panama. I tell you, it was a sight you wouldn't believe. So thanks to Harry and Andy, the canal never got sold and the silent opposition never got to even make a move. Even Mickey Abraxas got what was coming to him. More like silenced opposition, if you know what I mean. So Harry returned home to his ever loving wife and children while Andy, who got deservedly paid for his services, left Panama for new adventures. And that's the story of the tailor of Panama, true story. <laughs> Good job,
1: man! You you actually told the the story of that movie. That's the, also based on a book, um, almost perfectly. From as Obi Wan Kenobi would see, a Absolutely. certain point of view. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god!
0: Yeah. Oh god. Uh, not everything in that plot synopsis was one hundred percent accurate. <laughs> you made nor- it all up, <laughs> but nor is and but and that's sort of one of the one of the great things about this film is that this uh this Harry uh Pendle, who is a British expat who is a tailor in Panama, his whole backstory is made up, and he's under these financial pressures. He bought a farm with his wife's inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which is not going very well. No. Uh, we find out why it's not going very well. And there's another twist with that. So he's in need of money. Andy Osnard, uh, MI6 agent played by Pierce Brosnan. Who would have thought uh, he's, he's uh, ex excom- not excommunicated. He's, he's working for MI6, but he's exiled uh, as punishment for sleeping with the wife uh, it's the mistress. It's not the yeah. wife. It's the, right mistress. Mistress. Yes, it's the I mean, mistress. Yes, I don't remember
1: how he puts it, but it's it's kind of like, yeah. There, there's some things I wouldn't do for
0: my. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah, I'm I like... like that. I like that. The, so basically, they need each other. They yeah. need each other. So Harry makes up these stories, which he has a history of doing, to Andy, and Andy takes the stories and gives it to his people at MI6, and you know uh, the shit hits the fan. Yeah. <laughs> Like it it takes a dramatic turn eventually, uh,
1: unexpected, but at the same time. And he sort of uses uh, Harry's lies as a way to, um, what's the term um, that I'm looking for? Uh, Swindle some money from from his own government and Mm -hmm. (laughs) escape in the wind uh, on the snows to everyone uh and you know uh, harry has to eventually come clean to his wife and explain that he's actually not the tailor that he presented himself as as being and actually an ex-con yeah. um it, it's it, it's definitely a story that's it, it's a satire it's, a, its you know it's a it's, it's 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 really funny at some times but at the same time it's dark they're some people die, and at the same time, it's like a satire of the the entire spy genre, but also one thing, like Pierce Brosnan is... How can I say that? (laughs) Brosnan as
0: Andy Osnard. He's
1: satirizing (laughs) Bond, but also at the same time, he's he's playing a more realistic, more uncensored version of bond probably for the record
0: times names places his actual words if you can remember them and goose it up a bit this one's going straight to the top here we go what kind of chinese by the way you
1: chinese like chinese oh, fuck
0: sake. Sake, i mean mainland taiwan the both sandy the two together uh-huh. hand in hand uh-huh. it's something the president's very proud of that he's
1: brought them both together, sitting at the same table. Harry says to me, if it's the only thing I'm
0: remembered for, then so be it. I'm the one who brought reconciliation to the great Chinese people for the betterment of all mankind. You've excelled yourself, Harry. This is a better yarn than Arthur Braithwaite. Are you implying that I'm... Not... what I think. It plays. First installments, praxis and Martyr. Installments? I'm in on
1: results, Harry. And the farm was such, Andy. Well, Looking good you know what the entire time was like this is again Fleming going on a trip doing some research talking to everyone being told these fantastical stories that are probably not entirely true and putting them <laughs> in, in 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 his own book but in ca- the case of Andy Osnard he's writing this in his report and he obviously knows it's bullshit he just like oh so you said it it's true it's not my fault it's your right. fault. I'm not yeah. responsible. Uh, <laughs> which uh, I mean, I, I really got a flair
0: for Fleming. It, it was like Pierce Brosnan as Ian Fleming. In the it was like Lekari
1: put Ian Fleming in a a, a, a Lekari story. Basically, it, it just flab- mm. I was flabbergasted, and Brosnan is more Bond is it sacrilegious to say that he's more Bond than his version of James Bond in there? Like a little bit too dark and a little bit too self like he's more like Connery's Bond where he's sort of taking and abusing people and not giving a F. He's, He's very distant with people and a very abusive person very manipulative kind of a bad person like he's not
0: he's 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 borderline the villain of the piece I mean, <laughs> Frank, for being honest here he's, yeah, he's kind of the bad guy of the movie uh i i have to imagine and I, I i when when ever I, I read stuff about uh brosden's approach to the character of 007 he he's often been quoted as saying you know peeling away the the layers of the onion, you know get to know the man so obviously he's And he is a good actor. I've always liked as an an actor. And I think um, these days he, he, he remembers his time as Bond quite fondly and bless his heart for it. I think at that time, probably when he got this script, he was like, yes, I have to do this. And I have to do this because I'm James Bond. And when you make a Bond movie you can't really do this, or at least you certainly can't do it anymore. Even, I know what you mean by comparing it to Connery. I can I, I can see the moments in some films where Connery might have done this, but like Andy, even
1: Connery wouldn't be as dark. But I'm just no, exactly. No, Andy's I, I, a real jerk.
0: You know, the, the
1: darkest things uh, in in Connery's tenure are think that. At the time, people didn't look at it the same way they do. Like, I mean, the Barn scene in Goldfinger is uh, a big giveaway. Osnard would have been called a creep in any era. (laughs) Like, the way he behaves, that sometimes is so reprehensible. And the things that he causes are just disgusting. But at the same time, he does it with. Such a plum and self-assurance. He, he's, he's just a scumbag, but he's he knows he's, co- he's confident and comfortable in his scumbagness. I mean, the way he oh, gets yeah. into a, an affair with, uh, I don't remember a title, but the lady who works at the British Consulate. so like, oh, Francesca, <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: There's two ways we can deal with this one, although sweating out for six months and fall into each other's arms. darling why didn't we ever do this before? method b the preferred one
1: full-on affair now observing tight security all around see how we like it. if we don't chuck it in no one's the wiser.
0: i don't suppose it's occurred to you that i might hugely prefer someone else. is that a no? dance. Oh God, you don't dance as well,
1: do you? As well as one. Mm. There's two ways we can do, do this. Either we wait a couple months and, you know, one, uh, eventually get together and wonder why, why wouldn't we wouldn't do this uh, sooner. Or mm. right now, full on affair, we, we mm. start effing right, right now and, you know, after that, and when we're done, there's no... No ones that's hurt, everything's well, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit, bullshit. And that's that's how he behaves the entire movie. The movie ends, and he hasn't
0: learned or changed a a whiff. (laughs) He's gotten, if anything, he's gotten worse. Well, he he made out with, I don't know how many millions are in there. 15 million are in
1: there?
0: Uh, He had 15. He gave
1: 2.25... To the uh, the consulate, uh, so like probably are, 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 are around a little bit more than two, $12 million
0: dollars. Yeah, interesting. Oh, that and that's a great moment too, where uh, he uh, Harry says, "Yeah, sign on opposition. Well, you know, they're talking to other people that are paying them a heck of a lot more. How much are they paying them? Ten million. All right. So Andy goes back to his boss, uh, fifteen. And then his boss, when he's with the Americans, uh, Twenty. we need 20. <laughs> That's brilliant satire. The, of, of the, it, it has a, a,
1: a whiff of, I've never seen the movie, but from what I heard, and I knew more or less the plot of it, but Dr. Strangelove, where, where it's making fun of the yeah, yeah. military
0: industrial it, complex. It's a little... Um, like a whiff. Yeah. A, yeah, okay, a whiff. Oh whiff, yeah. I would say, I was saying this. It's funny you bring up, you bring up Doctor Strange, love. I would say, uh, sticking with that moment where the MI6 boss says, "Oh no, we need 20 million, um, There's the American general. It was oh. like the only retreat I ever had was Panama. I, I love he must, that actor.
1: You know, I, I, he's a good
0: actor. I don't know his name though, but he's he is in good the
1: actor. Spider-Man movie. I think he played Kennedy in. Uh, I don't remember the title of the movie, but he's so great, and he's so uh, he's he's playing a cartoon, and it's just yeah. perfect. It's like we're gonna go there, and uh, uh, the boys we're gonna take back Panama. Uh, no more cheat this time. We can do it. We're the best. We're tough. We uh, we're American with balls of steel. So let's do it, boys. <laughs> It's just great. When I saw him, I'm like, you're all a bunch of fools. You are being played by a Mm. tailor that is trying to save his business that he's been swindled from by a a corrupt system.
0: I mean, and and some people, and I wouldn't blame them for it. Absolutely not. Some people might watch this film. I haven't read the book, full disclosure. So so I'm not going to be making any comparisons with, I've read some Le Carré, but I don't, I I think I own it though. It's a little bit, my bad, but anyways. Um, Some people might watch this film and think it's a little bit um, far-fetched, it's stretching reality a little bit. Oh, this one Taylor is like getting everybody. Over the holiday, it's funny to talk about holiday season, it's May, but over the holiday season, I read it's, a book uh I think we're, I know
1: what you're going to tell see and I think it's based on that story actually
0: I don't know about that story but it, the book is replete with with stories akin to that where you know there are these big intelligence or counterintelligence operations that are mustered up based on an intel based on intelligence that's so half-assed it's 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 stunning it's remarkable so no, the movie isn't stretching in reality. No, no. Much. This doesn't necessarily happen that often. But,
1: but it does happens.
0: happen. But it happens. Yeah. Uh, it's quite it's, something. I don't remember the, the, the name
1: of the gentleman, but the, I think he's from Port. It, it took place in, I think it's from Portugal. It, it's somebody that uh, tried to get recruited in uh, by the British, but ended up, not, it, it didn't work so he, he worked with uh, he, he started being a double agent somewhere and he, everything he's told the uh, I, I think it's the germans i might be mistaken my, 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 but i, I kind of went on the wiki page and just barely looked at it but from what I heard it's pretty much what Andy said did uh, not Andy uh, ari did he just said and yeah. and they took it as serious fact and End up m- making mistakes because of that, wasting money and resources on, on chasing parts in the wind, basically. Well,
0: it's 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 one of those things where I mean, what is, I mean, we spoilers we don't work in intelligence, but you know, from what we think we know, from what we've read and documentaries we've watched. There's the uh, Netflix series I watched like half of it. Um, what's it called? Espionage. Uh, spy, spycraft, spycraft spycraft
1: spycraft there's the um, other
0: thing with the uh
1: world war ii training camp for, yeah. for spy that we watched yeah that, that was, was a little
0: different though i think yeah but spycraft we have craft
1: series we we do have an inkling for that type of entertainment yeah you're studying to being a, to be a journalist so you're I'm becoming in
0: fleming um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so this this idea of gathering facts uh you mentioned you know I'm studying to become a journalist. Sure, hey, I don't. You worked gonna... in investment banking. Yes, what? that's true. Uh, but you know, when I become a journalist, I suppose depending on what publication, what what uh, sector I I, I I write for, but you know, I think it's highly unlikely that I'm going to be collecting information that will decide the fate of an of nations. But this intelligence game, quote unquote, that's what that is. You're collecting information that quite regularly can affect the fate of nations, of states and peoples. I mean, that's insane when you think of that. <laughs> How, I mean, when you're making those decisions to pay the silent opposition $20 million, what are you basing that on? Where are the facts? What is it? You know, Maybe, maybe that's where this movie has a little bit of fun with, with, with the spy game. But still, it's completely bonkers when you think of it. And it's it's one of the oldest trades.
1: It, it still happens. I
0: mean, remember, remember the,
1: during the Bush era when they were looking for nukes and never found them? Like, I don't remember. Like, I don't want to go into a de- debate uh, or argument. But it, th- th- there's shades of, uh, yeah, your intelligence was not correct. You just made it up because you wanted to invade the country. There's, you know, it's sad, but at the same time, it it is a darkly, darkly, uh, it's a dark joke. Take a look up at Scott. Come here, come here, give it back. It's a camera. One picture's worth a thousand words. Or a thousand bucks. Tell her that. Tell her? Why not? Put her on the payroll. Double your money. I want something on Delgado's dealings with the Chinese.
0: Something in writing, Harry. No more bullshit. Louisa would never betray Delgado. She worships the man. Does she know where you're at? Not an inkling. Never tell her about your prison days. Not as such. Call her in, Harry. Or I might have to bring her up to speed on Harry Pendle. You stay away from her. I was um, in one of my classes uh, last week. All classes are on Zoom until further notice, of course. Um, And uh, we were talking about um, facts and collecting facts and verifying your facts. And on the Zoom uh, platform or whatever platform it is that the uh, Université de Montréal uses, our professor said, okay, guys, uh, I just want to watch, I want you guys to watch this Lasts about five minutes. We'll reconvene and tell me what you think. And it was a video in the United States, um, 1990. Um, I think it's in in the uh, Senate or the House of Representatives. I can't remember which one. I'm I'm not up to snuff. I think I know what you're going to talk about, but go ahead. And it's this teenage girl Yes. Uh, that you know about it too. Huh? Yes, I know. And she's making this plea uh, for the United States to to attack Iraq and overthrow uh, Saddam Hussein the first time. Um, and it's a very passionate plea. Uh, it's 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 heart wrenching. Uh, she tells this story about how she visited her 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 uh, the homeland of her of her roots. And you know, people getting slaughtered left and right. But She made it out alive, and she's crying as she's giving this testimonial in front of congressmen. And uh, she was paid to give that speech. She was the daughter of uh, of the ambassador yeah. of that country, neighboring neighboring Iraq, Kuwait, intelligence. <laughs> yeah. And she's telling these uh, like these
1: disgusting but almost too disgusting stories about babies being sh- almost shut and killed there's uh, enough it, it's it's too dark it's too depressing I want to go back to the, the film because the film is not yeah, let's check uh, out
0: those titties <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we, 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 there's a lot of boobs in that movie, I have to say. We do get a little, not that it was the first time, but we do get a little side, uh, Jamie Lee. Uh, yeah, we get a little peek guys. at uh,
1: Jamie Lee's uh, boobs. Assets.
0: Assets. Um, her personality. Her personality. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and that's her, like, pop, in. A, she was well into her, Oh God, that's gonna be sound so disgusting and sexist. But her milf years—she's well into her milf years. Uh, that's post um, uh, spy, uh, true
0: lies. True lies. That's oh, movie, yeah, of course. course. We're a good six, seven years after true yeah. lies.
1: Um, she's not a very important character, but you know, she she's efficient in that role. Uh, you know what I? I'm trying to think of other actresses around the same age, and they she, she, she's believable in her, her toughness, but they, she has scenes with Brosnan. When Brosnan is, is rapey, like more rapey <laughs> than Connery is in uh, the 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 barn scene. He's so disgusting. If you know people that uh, are. Offended by the Bond fr- franchise, uh, they need to watch that scene to to learn what is
0: offensive. That's it's very creepy. It's yeah. very very creepy. Now, we on military types and engineers. My father and I have never met anyone like Harry.
1: He treated me like a princess. Sent me flowers every day. Wrote me love letters. Did he have to get Arthur Braithwaite's permission? He called him in London. He was. On his deathbed, the print man. Oh, God. Huh. You fly over at the funeral?
0: Arthur has forbade it. Yeah. Harry was completely wiped out.
1: I'm sure he was.
0: Mm. <laughs> mm. So the two of you have lived happily ever after ever since. Seems... Yeah, until you came along. Don't you ever feel like breaking out? Uh, running wild? Just for the badness? Never. I, I think Jamie Lee Curtis was cast... Um, I, I don't know if they thought about this that that particular scene basically it's it's uh, the their daughter's birthday so they all sort of go to uh let's say the beach it's not really a beach but this recluse whatever and uh the children want to go to monkey island there's a with monkeys and so harry played by jeffrey uh, rush takes the children leaving uh louise and uh, Andy alone. And and Louise does this on purpose because she doesn't trust Andy. I think it's Louisa. Louisa, excuse me. Louisa doesn't trust Andy. Why are you suddenly my husband's friend? What are you up to? My husband has been behaving in a fishy manner ever since you've come into his life. So what's, what's the story, Andy? So they're left alone and they start swimming and they take swigs from a, wow. a, a flask. And that moment when they stop swimming, because, you know, I'm maybe they're a little bit out of breath, probably a little tipsy, you know, and pros or uh, Andy, excuse me, is he's, uh, he's basically about to chew into her ear. And he's breathing on her. It's, it's just, it's a great, c- it's one of those moments in a movie where you're like, wow, these actors are doing a great job and it's a great scene because it's super creepy. Like it's it it's is getting the proper effect, you know. Oh, it's just hmm. he has a scene later on where he's
1: attempting to, to fully <laughs> rape her. Oh yeah, uh, there's that too. She, I forgot about that. It, that's it, terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. She fights back, and you know, it, it, Jamie Lee it, Curtis is great when it's uh, time to 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 fight back.
0: She's you might say she has a history of fighting back.
1: men are no, trying to assault s- her. Some women uh, have. Can portray strength in different ways, and obviously, if if it comes down if if it comes down to a fight, uh, yeah, Bruskin would yeah, Indy Osner would beat the, the living hell out of her. Uh, but she'd get a you, you get a sense that she she's a fighter. She wouldn't go down he without swimming. Yeah, She'd lose a knife. Other characters sometimes they they, they they out of nowhere they become ninjas or they they uh, they start screaming and like you you were like a, the 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 little uh wallflower a, a few seconds ago and now you're like you're Rambo. Uh, no, Jamie mm-hmm. Curtis is always and then you know she's a history of playing tough characters that fight back but it's also smart. Like I, I remember that movie that I showed you with uh, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. She she's a prostitute,
0: but she's the smart prostitute. Yeah, she she's great in that. By the she's way, she's great in that. She's so fantastic cool. in that movie.
1: Before that movie, she was just a screen queen, but that movie turned her into a, a, a comedy. Uh, star and you know, she 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 owes her career to uh, trading places. But uh, in the in that film, she's beautiful, but she's smart and she's she's strong. She's she's not the lead character, but you now for it's good casting. Like I've like yeah. honestly, the entire cast, even some uh, I I won't call it brown face, but it's kind of brown face with uh, yeah, a Brandon weird, Gleason.
0: A yeah, it's, it's a little bit the. Uh, a bit weird, but even then, John, maybe... John Borman bringing in his British friends—it's like uh, you can play a Panamanian. What? <laughs> you sure about that, mate? But he's—he's
1: he's such a good, charismatic character actor that he, it, he almost gets away with it. Like today, they wouldn't do something like twenty years ago. Don't care. We can cast everyone mm. we want and have whatever role races is not important. We'll cast Brendan Gleason as a peneman Peneman men. Um something like that. <laughs> something like that. But today they would they would guess some somebody of Spanish origin. Marta um, the, the, the actress portrays Marta. I don't know if you're, you're going to remember the, act- the, the name of the actress. I don't. I think it's, it's Leonora or Leonora, or something. She's in Blade 2. She's uh, the uh, mm-hmm. female lead in Blade 2 that uh, dies at the end. Um,
0: Oh, she, okay. No, I and, did not remember. Her. And it's she, uh, Leonor Varela.
1: She was also in a Cleopatra TV movie where she obviously played Kili, Cleopatra. And I think, I know Timothy Dalton is in this. I think he was either playing Julius Caesar or Mar- Mark Antony. Uh, I don't remember which one, <laughs> but like she she was in two uh, uh, movies with former Bonds.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, and in this case, it's a current bond. Yeah, uh, sort of, oh, circa like two thousand one. True, true that. But uh, yeah, and she's pretty good too. I, I I do like her. Good makeup effect. Good makeup. Very effective honestly, makeup effect. Yeah. Good, solid makeup. She's still... not uh, not uh, cartoonish. Yeah. It's it's gross. I think that's the point. It, if it's too cartoonish, it's not gross. This actually looked gross. You could tell it, that it, she went through some pretty bad pain.
1: It, it, she got stitched together hastily,
0: yeah. and she, 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 she,
1: she didn't deal properly. she's she severely messed up in uh, her right side, if I remember correctly. Uh, you know, They're both veterans of the uh, fight against Noriega uh, at the time, and... The uh, she, she her scars are physical. The uh, Abraxas is mental. The guy is a is is a oh, shell yeah. of his former self. Uh, alcoholic, doesn't have the the strength of the bravado bra- 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 that they used to have. Mm. Uh, yeah. broken, a, man. broken man, broken and it's it's sad because the li- the lies of
0: uh, of Ari end up killing. Uh, it's stunning it's 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 and i think things are moving so fast um in that climax there's so many things happening in that no, the entire movie but, is uh, like it, 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 it,
1: it's not a <laughs> it's not a michael b movie where you don't know every no. what's happening because everything's shaking but like things are happening and you're not being spoon-fed the entire movie. You have to pay attention, actually, to understand the film. Mm-hmm. And
0: it's- yeah, well, like when we find out that the reason... It's almost like a—if if if you're too busy picking up your next, you know, popped corn, you miss it. It's like, well, okay, so he bought the farm <laughs> with his wife's um, inheritance. The farm's not making money because the irrigation is poor. Why is the irrigation poor? It's because this absentee landlord on the next field is not letting the water flow. And we find out that that person is the banker that we saw at the beginning of the movie. It's like, oh, wait a minute, this is this is more complicated than I thought. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. Uh, there, there are things I, I don't want to talk about. That Harry and the first time I watched that movie I was so weirded out by um, his Uncle Benny huh, yeah. and I still <laughs> am I, I, it's a weird thing that they do in the movie because he, he, uh, Harry's story was that he used to be, uh, well he used to live in England, in London if I'm correctly, mm. uh, and he worked for his Uncle Benny uh, and uh, Uncle Benny had the um, he was Taylor in a shop, was he the tailor because he, he, he uses well, someone else's really. name?
0: Really, <laughs> okay. Uncle Benny wasn't a tailor, what, what, Uncle was, what was, was he? a gangster,
1: <laughs> okay. He, that's what he was. I wasn't sure if I so. Uh, Harry did some work for him, got caught, uh, arson if I remember correctly, yeah, yeah. sent sp- spent some time in jail. And when he was freed, when he did his time, uh, he was set up. To work in Panama, was you know more or less exiled himself, and that's yeah. where he met Luzia and had his family and more or less assumed another identity by using the skills he learned in prison to mm-hmm. to be a tailor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he passes himself as a, as somebody from Saville Row, but obviously he, he has tremendous skill, but he's, he's not from Saville Row at all, and and the, that's what. Brings uh, an Andy on him because Andy knows more about Severus than than Harry does, and he, <laughs> uh, he just, <laughs> he, you know, he just he talks to Harry for a while. Uh, Andy eventually like, "Oh, that's a beautiful bullshit story," <laughs> yeah. and that's when they they start
0: being chumming around. I like the uh the strategy there from the character of Andy. You see him on. On the plane as he's flying to Panama with, uh, I believe it's an Apple product. I don't know what 2001 Apple MacBook that was, but anyways, and he's checking out a list of oh, British yeah. expats that are in Panama since he's going there. And he and he, there's, a, I I have to believe the reason why he takes note of of Harry is because well, since Harry's a tailor, and if he's a, if he's a successful tailor, then he presumably fingers crossed has very important clients and it just so happens that he does. So it's sort of, you know, there's a logic there. There's a strategy there. Yeah. Right? It, it make, it makes just enough sense for the story for the story to work is, does he get a little bit lucky because he find Harry? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's a little bit of luck, but in the context of the story where these, given where these pawns are placed, it makes enough sense. Like it, it works for this movie, you know? But, uh the the famous uncle Benny that I was
1: talking about he's a character in the movie even though he's dead yes he is a character in the movie he's, and he's the first always present <laughs> the first time you seeing him, see him, I was so freaked out I was like who's this guy that shows up all of a sudden well, why isn't Brosnan reacting what the hell is that he's like he's an imagination imagining of, of of uh of ari that he sees Everywhere, like he sees him when he's tailoring, he sees him on the TV, he sees yeah. him, and like when he's at at home, and <laughs> it's just, I don't know if it's a, it's he's his conscience in the back seat of his car. <laughs> yes, but it's kind of like his conscience talking to him. Like I think more, so.
0: More or less, what I understood. I think so. I mean, since Harry worked for Benny, Benny might have been. Or Har- Harry, I should say, would have been under Benny's tutelage in, mm-hmm. you know, as as a do well, but nevertheless, he would would have been under Benny's tutelage. So there's a trust there. There's a father 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 esque figure there somewhere in that relationship. So, yeah, I guess it would. And you know, they were both criminals. Criminals tend to lie. They don't often tell the truth. So. Presumably, Harry always had it in him to be a bit of a storyteller, to be to embellish certain things. And he also has this criminal past. So because it, it seems to come naturally yeah. for him, there's a desperation. He's short of $50 million. You know, he, he needs a lot of money. And we're talking about $50 million in 2001. $50 million today is still a nice chunk of change. 20 years ago it was a heck of a, heck of a lot of money probably uh, double it's probably 20 million 15 minutes probably 30 minutes today probably and, probably and you, probably wouldn't, would you wouldn't simple. sniff uh, you wouldn't snooze, snooze at at 50 million in 2021 either it's a lot of money uh, so he needs a lot of money so there's that history there's that desperation so yeah I guess the character of the ghost of Benny is has become as uh, conscious a, What's, a, what's 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 the, the Jiminy cricket? There's right.
1: a scene I like. It's when he's confronting, it, uh, being confronted by his wife, and she thinks he's cheating on her, and he's talked. She's talking. It's, they're discussing also Andy and eventually he talk, he, in his head he talk, starts to talk, to talk to to Benny and Benny says oh you have to Harry says I have to tell the truth or there, there's a, de- a, a debate between being truthful and being sincere yeah. which is such a fine line mm-hmm. and Harry plays it perfectly mm-hmm. and he says to his wife, uh, no, I'm not cheating on you. I'm, I'm, you're the love of my life. i al- always love you, but it, it stops her sort of our little uh, discussion. It, it, it cuts her short, so he, she stops pushing
0: him around. Hey, 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 hey! He isn't cheating on her, and he does love her. No, I'm saying. No, I, know what I'm I, saying. I, I, I,
1: I was. <laughs> oh, that's actually that's actually not bad. <laughs> not that, that nice. you know i approve of harry's lies and everything that he does but that interaction it's like oh they, they, when you're in trouble you can
0: actually use that to cover for yourself for a little while it's it's not bad um, right, until until the bombs start raining on panama he's doing pretty good you no know, it's, <laughs> <so,
1: laughs> uh, it's an interesting point of view um yeah uh I, we haven't. We've talked about uh, Harry Andy. the. I, I, I need to talk about when they go to the um, the um, the, uh, the 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 hotel, the uh, <clears throat> yes. special hotel, because the Andy and Harry meet in you mean places that whore- house of ill repute. That's not the only thing. Like, but the whorehouse and the, the
0: gay club are, and oh, brought, the gay club is just. it's then so funny. Come on, come on. Stop being so butch. <laughs> Luisa. Uh? Jeez, Luis. Rosen is having
1: fun. He's loose. He's not stuck in a tuxedo mm. having to to, to to play uh Superman. He's just having fun in that movie. Like that's a, it's it's not the it's not the best Pierce Brosnan movie, but it's probably one of the movies where he's the most relaxed, he's having fun, and you're having fun with him. Like, he's
0: lovable, even though he's, he's the villain of the piece. He's, mm-hmm. he's a mm-hmm. lovable villain. He's, not- Ooh, he's, he's a fascinating character, because after a while, I, I, I have to think that uh, if it's the first time you're seeing this movie, um, and the movie's working for you, you're witnessing these two characters and Anne and Harry feed off of each other. And one of the, the exciting things, relatively speaking, one of the exciting things is uh, trying to, or, or discovering how far each of them can take this. How many more ridiculous stories can Harry feed Andy stories that are not based in any sort of reality? Selling the canal, where the hell is that coming from? <laughs> To the, to the Chinese and the Taiwanese, both of them, all right? Um, and how, how much more often can Andy take that information and feed it to his uh, people at the embassy or his superior at MI6? Like he's really good at, <coughs> excuse me, at selling this. And it actually makes the ambassador, his assistant, Francesca, like without due respect to Panama, it ain't, it ain't Iraq it ain't Russia. It's not like a hotspot of that kind of activity. So they don't they probably don't have any experience with that kind of intelligence. So when any comes into their life and gives it to them, they're like, holy shit, I guess this is some stuff we need to be working on. Um so it, it it does work in that respect. It's it's quite interesting to see develop. I do, I enjoyed it quite a bit.
1: It's um it, <laughs> it's a uh, web of lies told by, uh, I wouldn't call him an idiot, but a fool. And um, it, it, it's it, it's heard by a snake who then tells it to a pawn, who tells it to a king and the king wants to get up. It, it, it's sort of the uh, um, magic telephone where everybody is going to add something on oh, the of position. Oh, uh, yeah. M- M- Miki Abraxas. Oh, he's a tough man. He's the best that we got in cuts. He's, he's carrying a bunch of balls and yeah. getting drunk. Oh, yeah. uh, Marta. She, she, she's great. She's a uh, institution and she's watching TV. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's, it's, it's <laughs> such, you know, it's, but it's, it, it's it's a comedy but it's not like uh-huh slapstick sco- slapstick comedy but there, there were times i was generally laughing and like th- these idiots like the, the uh some of the the, the army uh, the, the the guy from uh, the the <laughs> from, from england from from the mi6 who comes in yeah. and ev- eventually like Luisa comes over to to his place and to confront and oh, he's like oh you have to get out it's it's it's, it's Balkan too uh you, you need to disappear and he sort of kicks him out and gives him instruction to escape the country and he's like oh man I, 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 I it's dangerous how can I survive he's in Brosnan takes him and oh, you're a training a- a- agent you, you're gonna be okay yeah. Just it, it remind me of uh, Jack Nicholson in Batman when he's like, talking to Bob Goon. It's like you're my number one guy. It, it just it, it's absurd. It, it's there's so many beats of <laughs> dark comedy at time that it's it's a brilliant film.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's definitely I I, I agree with that point that it is to some respects anyways, it is a comedy. Um, there is a lot of humor in that film. Uh, it, it's, it's not the sense, it's not the sort of humor that would um, speak to just anybody. I, 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 I'm not saying I, I was laughing out loud from start to finish last night, but there are some very funny moments, despite being very dark, it's very dark humor. This, this is talk. not a slapstick film. Uh, like, I've, there are lives. It's are Casablanca at stake. without the, heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a great line for that matter. Uh, it, it's, it's, you know, lives are at stake. The potential future of an entire country is at stake. There could be an invasion from a foreign force, which there is for a few minutes at the end of the movie. Like, things go really, really bad. Um, but through it, but they go bad because of this, this ridiculous plot, which does have a lot of funny. And the character of Harry is, you know, you have those uh, compulsive liars. They just can't help themselves. That's what they do. Uh, they and know so, they shouldn't.
1: But it, it's how he survived in jail. Moment,
0: but he's, you know, he's gotten that far. Yeah, So he's, he's a liar. He's a good liar. He, he's passed the mustard in front of a, a lot of people. he got himself a fantastic wife who absolutely adores him, by the way. Louisa is very clear about her emotions towards Harry. She's, she, uh, he is her, her rock or something like that, something to that effect. And the scene where she says, do you love Marta? She confronts him, do you love Marta? I, I, of course I love her, but I've never made love to her, which is a bit of like, I don't know if I would have answered that. I think I would have said, no, I don't love her. Anyways, so he storms out. She's furious, he storms out. And as he's slamming the door, there's that moment of uh, in Louisa's, Louisa's face and her eyes, there's that moment of, uh, of fear that she actually might be losing Harry uh so there's there's genuine love for him um yeah so it's it's a fantastic i do i should uh i'm not gonna get up now but i can see my library for i can see my le carres but it's a little bit it's a little bit dark i have about a handful i don't know if i have the tailor of panama but if i do i'll read it (laughs) if you do you can tell me
1: if it's worth reading and if it is I'll get the audiobook version. <laughs> sure.
0: You should get the audiobook version of um, the spy who came in from the cold. You know what? I did, but I think I I,
1: I picked up the wrong version. It, it's sort of um, um kind of like a radio play it's not it's not a rap narrative it's it's, it's it's really actors okay. playing characters so I, I, I don't think I paid the, the, the right version I might have to re rebuy it eventually but um, I was uh, not
0: what I expected interesting interesting and also just as we wrapped up uh, now mind you we've been recording shows for like over three and a half years now is this the first time we do Anything Le Carre related?
1: So yes, it is uh, the first time we cover Le Carre. Um, I, I, I'm uh, sh- I'm not opposed to going back. The you know the 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 spy came out came from the cold has uh, M in it. If I remember correctly, so that's a that's a tangent we can take. Um, now <laughs> f- for Bond, uh, who is in? Yeah, there's probably somebody I'm missing in my head in um, Taylor t- Taylor thinkers. Oh, isn't no? He's not in there, but is there's gonna be somebody who's in one of the Craig ones, and uh, I'm not thinking about it right now. But there's bound to be like there's every British actor who ever lived is in that movie. Like it it has uh, right. Mark Strong.
0: I it think does. what what might yeah Mark Strong, uh, Tom Hardy, the the the, the almost. Continuously, perennial, almost bond, um, but uh, I would say uh, you know, there's there's so much material from Lacare from his books, obviously. Uh, he, he, man, he he was he was kind of like a phlegm. He just whipped those out every year, uh, pretty much until I think he was writing on his deathbed for crying out loud. Um, and so there's there's no shortage of books, and there's certainly no shortage of. Uh, film slash miniseries is inspired yeah. by those books. So you know, I'm not I'm not saying we need to go through all of the Kari's material, but we love our spy craft. We love our yes. spy books. We love our spy movies. We love our spy TV shows. You know, once in a while, if we're lacking inspiration, we're like, "Hey, let's read this book," or "Hey, let's watch that movie." Russian know, House, it, you, know, it, so, you it, know, whatever.
1: Just to- Russian House. It's true. is in that one too. Um, that's a yeah. That's a perfect. Uh, that's detour. a good, good pick. I good think
0: pick. it
1: is. Uh, you know what? Even if it's not, it's it's a Connery film. It's uh, it, yeah, it, so and, and uh, works anyways. Michelle Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer is in that one too. So that's worth a look just for for her. Um, yeah, no, uh, I, I, I I'm not opposed. I mean, it's, uh, we see everything from filming to film, everything in between, and this is not. I wouldn't say it's everything in between I say it's more closer to Fleming sometimes some things are defined by their likeness to other stuff or some things are defined by their opposition and not that I think they're both brilliant writers but they wrote from a different perspective and you know it, it oh yeah Killer Perry is the Less sexy version of spy work. It's the, the 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 ugly, boring kind of dirty work, but not dirty. But it's, it's kind of, There's no glamour in in Le Carre. It...
0: No, no. Having having read a few of them, what have I read? I've read uh, I've read, spy came in from the cold. I've read honorable schoolboy. I've read, and I've read a couple of his post, post, post Cold War stuff. Uh, a Most Wanted Man, I think I read that. But yeah, no, there's nothing very glamorous about his stories. They're quite realistic. They're quite yeah, gritty. Such a 2021. It's, it's. I feel like that's been such a throwaway term for like 15 years now. Gritty. But it's it's a more serious in tone. It's more detailed. You know the whole Fleming Le Carre thing. I'm so sick of that. It it, to me it's like, uh, uh, what's better, Star Trek or Star Wars? Just 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 watch the one you want to watch. They have nothing to do with each other. Uh, Who who is my answer to to that question? They have nothing to do with each other. My my answer to that Uh, question,
1: which one's better, Fleming or Le Carre, is. Uh, yes, or no? Is there a, that, that's <laughs> that that's not a question. That it's it's really they're both entertaining in different ways. I mean, Star Trek is not Star Wars. The, the only thing they have in common, Star Trek and uh, Star Wars, is that they have the words star and Bond and like yeah, like Fleming and LeCarre. Car- Le LeCarre and Fleming. The only thing they have in common is that their books are about spy work
0: and that's it you can't compare mm. although th- there is a uh there's in an alternate universe uh I, well no car started writing i think just as fleming passed so they weren't really contemporaries but now it doesn't beware, make any be- sense but in my it, the, the spike came out from the call i think is one
1: of his first publication and it came out in i think early 60s or late 50s yeah, I and mean, they yeah. were like yeah, it, was they, it was turned into a movie yeah. right yeah. away
0: but they were that's true and uh, I, I would in in there's an alternate universe i i haven't my alternate timeline, alternate universes, and I'm happy to bring it back if for the first time in a bit. There's an alternate universe where just one time, one time, just for for shits and giggles, Fleming and the car spoke and said, hey, how about you write one of my books and I, I write one of you? I'll put the Fleming twist <laughs> on, a, on a smiley and you put the Le Carre twist on a bond. Let's we'll just see what happens, you know? The, 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 I would uh, have read both. I yeah, that's would have read both. that's
1: uh, that's uh, an interesting, fascinating proposition, actually. Um, yeah. And one last thing I want to mention and one that before... could never happen, but yeah, but it's, uh, still, mine the mind can imagine. Uh, one last thing I want to bring up is, uh, Bronson's clothing. His dress. Uh, Uh, as such a a schlubby. He's so schlubby in that film. He's always wearing shirts, open collars, showing a lot of uh, Mm. his chest hair, uh, Mm. schlubby pants. The first time you see him in a suit, it's (laughs) ill fitting, and it's the only only suit you see him wear in the entire picture. The rest of the movie, he never actually wears a suit made by Harry, which is kind of funny. Um, It it defies the fact it goes against Bond entirely. It's I think it's by design they just mm. picked the ugliest clothes, just made him look like a tourist the entire time. I,
0: I don't think the clothing was ugly per se. It was a little loose. I should have I should have put that up to the fact that it was very hot in Panama, so he doesn't want stuff that that's it. But then again, if you go to the, to the right tailor who has the right material, which actually Andy uh, not Andy, which actually Harry brings up, you know, before he gets into the get he says, you know, this is material that's great for Panama. This is this breathes, you know. Uh, so if you go to the right tailor, you can get something that's very well fitted, but that also breathes as as well. But uh, you know, that's a good point. However, Harry's uh, white. Outfit she wears quite regularly, and the hat is uh, quite uh, quite something. Really good, really, really good. So yeah, I think that's it for uh, the tailor of uh, Panama. How about you? It is, in two thumbs up. Uh, Absolutely get out. We've made it up to be really intricate and detailed. It's it's not that complicated. You don't. The movie doesn't. fail if you haven't picked up on all the little details like the general storyline is is easy to follow but the details are fun yeah when you want you make it even juicier it's it's a, a movie that warrants uh more than one watch um yeah hmm. oh
1: i got a message on my phone about well, through my watch
0: oh watch, is it printing my... out uh, is it printing out a little strip of
1: uh, no it's it's the gold of my of... Uh, watch so i have like the weather i got how much batteries left on my phone and a message from it's... It's encore lui man m, m-, Leblanc. <laughs> m- Leblanc.
0: Oh, Leblanc. m Quand Leblanc. blanc m le avez vous des gens avez vous Partout, nous avons effectivement des gens partout. N'êtes-vous pas d'accord Je bon. um, Par exemple, uh, we have uh, www. <laughs> we have Twitter at lebondcomplex. We have Facebook. C'est la page des visages, <laughs> le, le, le livre des visages. <laughs> Carlin, a variety solo. Facebook, the James Bond Complex. Twitter, at the Bond Complex. Instagram, at the James Bond Complex. Uh, we must absolutely must thank Anchor because they host us and it's free, anchor.fm. Uh, we're on YouTube. Search for the James Bond Complex, subscribe, uh, write a review. Uh, tell us uh, what you would have asked Harry to make for you if you were living in Panama. Uh, or if, if you were exiled to Panama, what, what would you ask uh, Harry to, to fix you up with? And uh, leave a five-star golden gun review. Um, podcasts and Google Podcasts. Podcasts and Google Podcasts. It is getting late, isn't it? <laughs> Spotify, almost that's the one. Almost midnight. And uh, Baladou Diffusion, Québec, whatever that thing is. So uh, on that note, uh, toujours un plaisir. Thank you very much. Uh, And since we're in Panama, hasta la próxima, hasta la semana semana próxima.
1: Good night. I need to get up very early tomorrow, so
0: bye bye. Ciao, belly. Ciao, belly.